0: Welcome to the normalizing millions podcast. I'm a mama of two little girls, owner of a seven figure and growing coaching company. And I'm your host, Taylor Lee. My mission is to normalize women making millions from work that feels absolutely effortless. Your work changes lives. And with my help, getting it into the hands of more people, your life can radically change too. Just don't blink because with the right tools and advice, all of which me and my incredible guests will share with you in each and every episode, it can change Fast. All right, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have one of my very own mentors on the show today, Cassie Howard. Cassie, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me again. Yes. I'm so excited that you're back on the show because I looked it up before we um, started recording for this and you were episode 54. I don't know what episode you'll be. This will come out sometime in the next few months, but right now we're putting out like episode 160 something. And um, what else is really cool about that episode we did forever ago is it was all about Six or multi six figure years. <laughs> and you have completely blown that out of the water since then. And so I'm like so excited to fill everyone in and just share what you have done since last time you were on the show. Oh gosh. Okay. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy. So obviously you have tapped into a whole other level with money since the last time that we chatted on the podcast, we've chatted a lot since then, but can you just kind of fill everyone in on like where your business is at today?
1: Where do I even begin? I mean, it's so drastically different, not just in terms of, of revenue, but just the business in general is so different. Like a few years ago, my business was very much focused on like the masculine and like really doing and doing and pushing and pushing and going hard and hustling 24 seven until you can't stay awake any like for a second longer. And now it's very much like, it's very leaned back. Like I don't get me wrong. I still do the work. Um, and I do love a good hustle, but it's not like, it's not so pressure filled and heavy and forceful anymore. And i'm very much more tapped into the feminine whereas before i i don't think i even understood what that even was because i was so not anywhere even remotely close to where i am today in terms of accessing that and so now we're able to do 500 to eight hundred thousand dollar cash months with so much ease like so much ease and it's so fun whereas before there were periods of ease yes but it was mostly very difficult, very hard, very pressure filled and not so fun at the end of the day.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. 500 to 800,000 cash months. I feel like some of us are not even going to be able to comprehend that. <laughs> like in the best I still can't ever. comprehend it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. I feel like that's a good thing though. Like that, that must allow it to still feel so fun and exciting and fresh and like the big deal that it really is. It's awesome. Um, so, okay. I'm going to go really big with this question, but I like asking questions like this just to see what comes up for you. So you can really give us the good stuff. But I mean, what would you say? Like, what's the first thing or two things that come to mind that like really allowed you to make that big of a jump, like from multi six figure years to very, very high multi six figure months.
1: Hmm. I think that the things that tend to come up for me a lot when people ask this question is number one, I just have way more pathways to cash now. It's like before I would have a program, for example, and I would launch the program and then how much we made that month depended on the program that I would launch. So now I'll have a program, I'll have a masterclass, I'll have a presale for this upcoming thing. I'll you know, sell some older things that I did. Like there's so many different ways that people can come and play in my world and at so many different price points. So I have a very diverse offer suite in terms of offer type and offer price point. So there's really truly something for everyone. And that has been in terms of strategy, like the number one thing that I did for sure. Um, And then the other thing for me is more like, I wanna say the word fun again, like fun and play are like the two things that I wouldn't really let myself do. It it was definitely of the belief that building a business is hard and it's not easy and it's not supposed to be fun. Like it's making money and then you go have fun. (laughs) Like that was my belief before. And once I just decided like I would rather make less money and have way more fun than to be having a horrible time like I am am right now, making a lot of money. And I just decided to make fun and playfulness, like the priority in my life. And that as soon as I did that, like almost immediately, I started to make more money. It was smaller amounts of money at first, but it was more money. And then the more fun I had, the more playfulness that I, I had in my life, the more opportunities would come through. And the more I feel like I was an open channel to receive.
0: Can you give like an example of having more fun and playfulness in your life? Because I feel like that sounds like such a silly question, but I know that there's going to be people who listen to this who are like, how do I even do that? Because they're so far from that. You know what I mean? Mm. Yes. So, okay. So there's the obvious, which is like, just go do stuff. That's fun.
1: Like go watch a movie, go for a a walk. I don't know. Maybe that's fun for some people. That's fun for me. (laughs) um go like paint go like go do something that's like you know just fun when you think about fun but then it's also like looking at your business and saying like where do things feel heavy and difficult like where do i have to force myself to do it like oh god i gotta go do that thing like those are the things that need to be cleaned up so for me that was around um, sales, like the way that I was selling. And I was like, it just feels like a chore. It feels like a to-do that I check off of my list. Okay. I posted like three different offers. I did 10 sales activities. I'm done now. Um, and I decided like, what if I just did things in what I call like wild and crazy, big, bold kind of moves. And so I would sell something in a way where other people were like, no, you can't do that like as soon as i dropped sales calls i was like i don't do sales calls anymore i had so many people including my own mentors who were like you are going to crash and burn like this will never succeed (laughs) you will not go anywhere if you don't do sales calls um and then i dropped sales pages and people were like oh my gosh now you've really gone crazy and it's like (laughs) these were the things where i was like they're not fun for me i don't like them i'm gonna do it in a different way and it's kind of like now For me personally, I don't know if this will resonate with anyone else, but for me personally, the whole like causing a scene is fun. Like doing things that people say you're not allowed to do. Those are the things that I love to do. And that for
0: me is very fun. I think another thing that you do really well is these like crazy offers because I don't know. I think like, I'm sure, I don't want to say we all want this, but we kind of do, right? I do. And and, and I know that you have really high ticket prices as well. It's like premium prices, high ticket, 10,000, 20,000, like going big. And, and sometimes to charge little amounts or do discounts or do special offers is kind of like taught that that's from scarcity or that can't work or it'll only take you so far. But you put out these offers, what feels like constantly to me that just like blow my mind. I feel like now I'm just like always waiting for the next crazy Cassie offer. Like and I tell you all the time, I'm like, I'm embodying my inner Cassie with this offer. Like, it's so crazy. Um, <laughs> tell us like a little bit about that, because I know that you're making a lot of this from low cost and, and, or like just crazy offers that other people would probably think you can't scale very well see, this is another example of like, when people told me I couldn't,
1: I was like, okay, now I'm going to, and, that, and I made that really fun for me. It was the low ticket thing. It was, you know, if you price something at like a hundred dollars, $200, people aren't going to see the value. They're not going to buy it. And if you put something on sale again, people aren't going to see the value. They're not going to buy it. I was like, well, why that makes no sense. But also like in my head, it didn't make sense, but also I love buying that way. Like I love when somebody has a hundred dollar offer, like even what making what I'm making now, like I see an offer that's a hundred dollars and it's for something that I actually want I'm like, sweet. That's like the deal of a lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it went back to, well, this is fun for me. This is exciting for me. I'm just going to do it. And it worked. Like people were buying the things. It's like, I really believe that price has nothing to do with it. People ask me all the time, like, how the heck do you do 500, six, seven, $800,000 in a month? Like how, where does that even come from? And ever it just it really adds up and i remember asking my own mentor this who's doing multi millions in a month i'm like where in the f does that even come from she's like it just adds up and i remember being so irritated by that answer like no but really like what are you selling just tell me and she told me and i'm like oh wow okay it really does just all add up it's like all these random things so yes i have higher ticket like multiple six-figure offers and people buy those and that creates like a nice cash injection for sure but it's primarily my lower ticket like my $100 to $1000 offers and sometimes like multi, a few multiple thousand dollar offers that actually sell the most and make up the bulk of what comes in in a month
0: so cool i love that um so on that note we talked more about fun playfulness the other thing you mentioned is more pathways to cash which i think anybody who just follows you can see just even a little bit of how you're doing that. There's, and I love how you put it, like there's something for everyone. I think that's so cool. It's such a great perspective on it. Um, that actually feels very abundant. This does lead you to having a lot of offers. And I know you get asked this question all the time, but everyone, everyone asks this is how do you sell that many offers without it feeling overwhelming, especially because you're sharing with us how you work a lot less now, things are a lot simpler now. I think you see how having a lot of offers doesn't necessarily equate to more work or more overwhelm.
1: Yes, this is this is the million dollar question. This yeah. is probably, other than like, how do I make more money? This is the number one question I get for sure. Because I, I get it, it's very confusing. Like when you see the way that I sell it and what, and what I sell and how I sell it, like it's very confusing, I understand. But my thing is, it's like my offers and the way that I sell is so simple. And I think a lot of people complicate, like overcomplicate things, they overcomplicate sales, they overcomplicate the offers, the delivery of the offers, and I just simplify everything. So if I were to like launch a program, it's like the program might have some pre-recorded content, there might be a few live trainings, but I just do a live training that's like 30 to 60 minutes on Facebook Live and it's in a Facebook group and that's it. It's like, there's nothing else. There's nothing else for me to do. Whereas other people might have workbooks and worksheets and you know they get together for group Q and A's and then there's hot seats and then there's this and there's this. It's like, it's my, my offers are so simple. And then the way I sell them is, like I said, I don't have sales pages, so I have a payment link. And the details are typically just in an email, if that's where I'm selling it, or a Facebook post, Instagram story and it's primarily text only like even my instagram stories it's primarily text only when i'm selling something i don't even really do the instagram story video where you like talk to the camera and like explain what the offer is like it's mostly text and that's because it requires less energy for me when i go live when i do a video anything where i have to like physically be seen and or heard it requires more energy for me and so for me i can't really exert that much energy i just I don't have that much to put out. So I do the things that are easiest for me. And for me, that's mostly just text. So it's just, it's simplifying the whole process. And that also means the automation. Um, And I don't do a lot of automation, but with certain offers, there's automation there, like the welcome email with like, here's the link to all the trainings, if it's a pre-recorded thing, like really having things automated and structured in a way where I don't have to show up and do it anymore. Like I don't have to do it myself, unless it's live, of course. Um, and really employing my team a lot as well. And I only have like two people on my team and they come in and they do whatever needs to be done, like creating the Facebook group, setting up the welcome email. Sometimes they'll do that as well. Like the the simple things that really do add up some of those things they'll take over from me as well. So it's, yeah, it all just comes down to simplification.
0: I love it. How big is your team now at this
1: level? So there's just the two. So I have, well, technically there's three, but one is like my sister and she's super, super, super part-time. So I don't even count her. Um, But I have two two team members who are full-time and they're technically on call. Um, And it's basically like, if I need something, I tell them they do it. Um, And then they have their regular daily tasks, which is responding to messages, um, uh, emails, setting up calls, like scheduling things, Um, and then anything else that needs to be done, like creating with and that kind of stuff.
0: I love it. I think that just shows too how simple you've let things be as well, because, um, although I think having a team is amazing and I think having a big team has, has pros and cons, but like, you don't need a big team to go to this, this level of multi seven figures. And that's, that's kind of what I wanted to ask you is like, what is something that surprised you? about where you're at now? Like maybe that you, something that you thought it would take or require or look like to be at this level you're at now that maybe it doesn't, or just something that surprised you.
1: Well, I definitely thought it would take more time and more effort. And that's why I tried to do this years ago, the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely thought it would require that. I, I for sure thought it would require a bigger team as well. Um, that was a big one. And I really didn't want that because I am not a good people manager. <laughs> so that was like, <laughs> please no. Um, so luckily that's not true. Um, and then the other thing was around selling. So there was a fear that was instilled in me that was, you can't sell too much. Cause if you sell too much, it will. You know, people will think that you're desperate for money. They'll think that you're broke and so you always need money. They will think that you're uh selfish you're greedy like you're all about the money whatever it is like all these things and i was like i don't want people to think any of those things about me so i was a little nervous to sell as much as i really wanted to but once i was like you know what if they don't like me they don't like me was kind of my attitude (laughs) once i started doing it like i have had so many people tell me like i love the way that you sell i love buying from you Um, i love watching you sell i had one woman the other day, one of a friends of mine, she's like, I got my popcorn ready. I'm, I'm ready for the offer party. I can't wait to see how you do this. Like she wasn't planning on buying anything. She just wanted to watch. Like people are actually entertained by me selling, which just blows my mind. That's literally me in your audience. I'm like,
0: <laughs> i like, I have Cassie on Boxer, but like, I've got to just watch this and see what she does this time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I tell my own clients that all the time who are, you know, you know, like, Oh, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to sell too much. I think there's a lie that like, if you sell a lot, it's bad for the algorithm. People are going to stop, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that honestly, at least right now, like one of people's favorite things is to watch people sell. And I mean, I just noticed like the more I sell, the more people watch. And I know that's true. Like with how people see you and at least how I see you, I'm like, I get when you do those crazy offer party things now that you do where it's like offer, 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 I'm like, yeah. wait to watch them and just see what they are and how you do it and what you came up with. And it's just, it's fun to watch. And so I think that's a good reminder for people too. Like people want to watch you sell. They want to see how you do it and they want to buy from you.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing is like, it's not just, I want to see how they do it. It's I want to see how they do it. Ooh, that I actually kind of want that one. I'm thinking I yeah. get like, they really will buy from you as well. They're not just going to sit and watch, but it's also, I I've heard from many people, like you've given me so many ideas. Like I watched you do your offer party, or I watched you sell this program. And it's like, it gave me an idea to do blank. Right. And it's like, it, you're also helping them. And that's what I think we forget sometimes when we're selling, it's like, well, I'm selling, which means I'm taking somebody's money from them. It's like, well, no, first of all, you're exchanging uh it's an exchange for money for a service or a product but also you're you're giving another thing that you don't even realize you're giving which is inspiration and ideas
0: yeah no for sure i could not agree with you more on that so in on the note of like all of these offers and and all the pathways for cash a question that i would love to ask you is how, it's kind of a two in one of like, how do you set your money goals? Like, do you, what do you do for that? And then how do you plan your offers? Like how far ahead are you planned? Do those two have anything to do with each other? Like, I'm so curious to hear your perspective on goal setting, planning, that sort of thing.
1: So this was something that also shifted for me where I don't set goals anymore ever. Um, I found that for me personally, they created this feeling of pressure and anxiety where it was like okay i have a goal for a hundred thousand dollars this month and it's the 19th of the month and i've only made 20. like it would i would feel defeated like before i even began um so i stopped doing it so now it's like i have fun little desires that i play with but it's more from the perspective of like what if and why not so it's like what if this is a million dollar month like why not it could be but am I going to beat myself up if it's not? No. Like last month I thought would be a million dollar month and it was not even my highest month. And I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. But was I mad? No. I was like, we did over $600,000 last month. I cannot be upset about that. Like that is amazing. And the million dollar month is coming. So it's like, that's the desire. And that's the next level is the million dollar month, but there's no time attached to it. So that made it, easier for me to just connect with the feeling and the number but not a certain time schedule that makes sense
0: yeah no i love that and i think something else that you do really well is celebrate and celebrate all the different milestones and all the different things that are going on and and i think a lot of us could be doing a lot more celebrating
1: Oh my gosh, the whole celebration thing, I remember like even 2 years ago. Maybe maybe closer to 3 years ago. I would make fun of people all the time. I was like, oh my gosh, there she goes celebrating again. Oh my gosh, there she goes with her stupid balloons again. Like back now, I'm like, man, I was just so hateful. <laughs> and truthfully, I was just jealous. Like that's what it was. <laughs> and now it's like, I, I still don't do the balloon thing, but that's because I have cats and they would be covered in hair and it would just not be great. So I don't do the balloons, but I still celebrate and I celebrate everything. And I, I get it now. I didn't get it before. I thought it was like showing off and like trying to prove something and i realize now that it's uh, like i do it more for me than anyone else like when i celebrate like it's anchoring in the the celebration the milestone for myself but it's also showing everybody else what's possible like it's showing them if i can do it you can do it's kind of the vibe of it so making celebration a regular part of my life has transformed my life in so many ways like i would be here all day trying to explain every single way that has changed my life and it's one of the easiest thing you can do is just start acknowledging all of the incredible things. It's not even just the money or the sales or the clients. Those are just, those are some things you can celebrate, but there's so many other things and it just starts with starting to just start celebrating.
0: I love it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be balloons. It doesn't have to be Anything specific, it can, I mean, I've noticed too, like even just sharing with my husband, like, oh my gosh, this is where I'm at for the month or, oh my gosh, I had this amazing client sign up or even sometimes telling him or people on my team as well, like some of my client celebrations, it's just like, yeah, even just saying it (laughs) makes it feel so much more real, especially when they're those celebrations, kind of like you said, like, no, we're not at the biggest month ever yet, or even at all. Or, like, no, this isn't the biggest launch or whatever, but it's still deserving of celebrations. And I think that's the thing that I especially see with clients as well is like, you're just worthy of celebrating yourself. Like, this is so worthy of celebration. And um, we can just be so hard on ourselves and put it off until it's good enough. And I think at that point, it just nothing ever seems good enough to celebrate. You're always on to the next thing. Yes. It's that. And it's also comparison.
1: It's like looking at all of these other women, especially because the numbers are, are pretty big right now in our world. And it's just like, well, who am I to celebrate this 20 K month when that person over there is doing like 600,000 in a month? Like, what's the point? Well, the point is that it's your celebration, not their celebration. Right. And that is actually a really big deal. $20,000 in a month. Not many people are doing that.
0: Yeah. Such a good perspective shift. Okay last question I think is, um, what does someone who is having 500, 600, $800,000 months do on a daily basis? Like whether you want to share kind of like what your typical day looks like to-do list, or even just like, what are the things that Cassie does? Cassie thinks about like, what is your role in all of this? I mean, that sounds like a funny way to put it, but I think you get what I mean yes
1: yes (laughs) um people always ask me what my day looks like and i'm like this is gonna sound like a total snooze fest because to me like it's so basic (laughs) it's not boring by any means but it's like i think people are expecting this like wild crazy life and it's it's so not that um like for me the the mornings are for me so i get up between five and six usually um and it's just for me so i don't do anything business related usually unless I don't know i feel called to then i will um but it's like when i get up i'll eat breakfast i'll you know do a meditation if i want to do a meditation. I'll journal if i want to journal it's just like whatever i want to do just to wake myself up and and get into alignment for the day um, and then the mornings i will have calls or trainings And if I don't have any calls or trainings, then instead I'll be in box or with clients, or I might be writing a post or sending an email or posting on Instagram stories, something like that. And then the afternoons are the opposite. So if I have calls in the morning, then typically in the afternoon, I I don't really have many calls and vice versa. And it'll just be whenever I'm doing calls, I do calls. And then the opposite time is when I do a lot of my content posting um, sales stuff um, and stories. And then I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. And then later in the day, I'll, I'll usually go into Voxer again. Like I'm in Voxer usually twice a day, sometimes three times, um, for like 10, 15 minutes each time responding to to client messages in there. Um, and yeah, that's about it. And then on Wednesdays we have our empire day, which is more logistical stuff. So that's where I get with my team and we just go into boxer together that day. And we discuss like what's coming up for the rest of the week. Um, what needs to be done? Who's doing what, like if we have any issues to resolve any plans to put in place, like brainstorming sessions, like that's what we'll do on Wednesdays as well.
0: I love it. I really feel like you're just so good at making it seem so normal, so simple so doable. And that's just why I love you and love working with you. And why I'm so grateful that I get to have you on the show twice and share you with my people to celebrate all this freaking incredible stuff that you're doing. It has just like blown me away and shown me how possible it is for myself and for like all of us. Oh, thank you. Yes. It's so
1: possible. And the only thing that's stopping you is you and your own beliefs. That's it
0: yep the hard truth <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: that's it the only thing in your way is you because i i realized that for myself because i was like why is it working for her and for her and for her and not me and it was either something i didn't believe something i didn't trust something i wasn't doing like it, it always comes back to ourselves so it's like that self-ownership of like okay it's not working clearly it's me so what can i shift and it's shifting one thing at a time trying new things like i started to get into energetics like quite a bit back in uh, 2020. And that's when things started to shift for me because I realized I was all strategy. It was just all strategy. And it only got me to a certain point, which is where I was the last time that I was on your show. And once I was like, okay, let's try this whole energy thing because it was the only thing I hadn't done yet. That's when things took off. So it was like, there was something I wasn't doing. And that's what it was for me. It may not be that for you, but it's like, there's something that you're not doing. You're not seeing, you're not feeling, you're not believing. And it's identifying these things and shifting.
0: So good. So powerful. Such the perfect little last note to leave everyone with. You are the only one in your way. And the good news is, is you can very easily shift that if you really choose to look at it. I love it. Thank you so much, Cassie. I just appreciate you. And this was such a good conversation. I took tons of my own notes. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Success. Yes. (laughs) Amazing. All right. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week.